right, Dad, you ready? I'm ready. Cool. So I am Nicole Madison, and I am here with my co-host and dad. David A. Madison. And this is Mad About Sports. So you had something interesting that you did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. About 4 o'clock this morning, I had this brainstorming, and this is for all the Madisons around, (laughs) and uh, because we're doing our Mad About Sports, I did an anagram about Madison. And the M stands for mad. Right. A stands for about. Okay. D stands for discussion okay. or debate or dialogue. Because you, you pick, know the Madisons be talking. You know that. You know the Madisons be talking. Um, I is for interesting okay. or important. Yes. Uh, S, no doubt about it, about sports. sports. And O is about opinions. Mm-hmm. And N is about now because we're doing it present. Yes. What do you so, think? I like it. I do like it. Very interesting. Um, if you guys didn't know, we got mad about sports because we are the Madisons. Um, so if you shorten it, that's where it comes from. And most of us, all of us, like yes. sports. Like I don't. I feel like everybody in our family. No doubt about it. We're, like even on Jan and on Jeannie, they be going crazy. Oh, Jan, <laughs> Jan's living. She's got. Tickets for the Steelers. Oh, yeah, yeah that's she's true. Got like, serious tickets. The entire family, like, one day we're going to have our family on and they'll give their opinions about sports because Demarcus hit me up. Great. He, he was like, yeah. I would love to be on. I'm like, we would love to have you. Wow. <laughs> that's grand. Yeah, that's yeah. Grand. So, um, in this time, we haven't been together for a while because, you know, social no, distancing. No, no, how are you feeling? I'm good. I'm feeling a lot better. Great. I I had bad allergies, but I was afraid it was because of all this stuff going on. I thought it was like, Thought I had it. I thought I had the virus. It turns out it was allergies, so I had to keep my social distance from my parents. And I'm back. And we are doing social distance. Uh, yes. At my, at my house. Yes. And it's a six-foot table. Yes, and we are six feet apart. No doubt about it. Across the table. Sharing so we, a beer. Yes, we gangling. Yingling. Of course. No doubt about it. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we are not sponsored by Yingling. Um, we are just... Still drinking Yingling. No doubt about it. Dad was ready to have some tequila. Yes, I was. (laughs) I was not. So you had a great idea a few weeks ago, before Bleacher Report. Yes, I did. And it was about 50 years, the last 50 years, Mm -hmm. dynamic duels in the NBA. Right. And the Bleacher Report came out with the top dynamic duels over the last... 50 years, but they took it from it was ni- the 80s, 80s yeah. 90s, and then the 2000, 2000 and 2010. Right. I went with the 70s, the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000. And how you did it different is you made it a bracket because you yes, did I this did. in March, so like I think that's you yeah. were going for like a March madness type, type of thing, right? But right. you made it a bracket, so you were putting the duos against each other. Exactly, exactly. So let's go. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's well, do it. <laughs> the brackets were broken down uh, for the seventies. I went with Jerry West and Wilt Chamberlain of the seventies, right? And they were matched up against Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal. Mm-hmm. And in the second bracket group was Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen mm-hmm. against Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Abdul-Jabbar and Abdul- Magic Johnson. <laughs> that lead-in was everything. So do you want me to tell you who I would yes, have I, winning? Yes, I do. 
Okay. Now, who do you have in the, the, the matchups before we get there? Well, no, I I agree with your matchups one hundred and ten percent. Who goes to the Who's who, goes to who the finals? On so with, I have Mike and Scotty okay. moving on. Okay. And I have. That's tough. Well, I be, think I'm doing Shaq and Kobe. Well, no, just not because R. you Kobe. Uh, you probably you never seen Wilton and uh, Jerry West. I have not. However, like not you know. Live, right? But like right. YouTube, I, I have. Right, right. <laughs> and the reason why, um, I so like who do the, you have going? I have, uh, I have, a Chamberlain mm-hmm. and Jerry West uh, upsetting Mike and Scotty. No, no, no. Oh, Kobe, they're they're Kobe and Shaq. Shaq. I don't, I don't. Shaq is a big person. Well, Chamberlain was a big man. No, too. no, no, no. But like Shaq was big all around. Will Chamberlain was seven foot one, and he weighed three hundred pounds. And he played multiple. Like and he wasn't just a center. No, no, he wasn't. In college and in high school, he was a high jumper. Mm-hmm. He played volleyball on a professional level. Okay. He had a volleyball league, matter of fact. And um, he just you know, just played basketball. And plus, they changed the rules for him. They did. They G- did. And Jerry West is the symbol. He should not be. Of the NBA. He is. He should not be. <laughs> well, Mike's that's Nike. That's Nike stuff, right? No, absolutely. But like now, I definitely think Kobe should be, just because you know he like he probably should have been beforehand because like the Black Mamba, like he's killing it. What well, did Jerry do? Did Jerry. they change the rules for Jerry? No. Jerry West was a bad boy. He was, but there's a lot of bad men out there. Well, <laughs> Jerry West, um, at the time, was. Came out of West Virginia, went to the Lakers, uh, was an outstanding six foot five shooting guard. So you think Jerry can beat Kobe Bryant from the Lakers? Matchup, yes. Okay. A good matchup. My, my Kobe six six. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not denying it. I that's where I'm disagreeing with you. I think Kobe can. Kobe is the me and team, you know? <laughs> no, he's, a, he's a bad mama. No, I'm not denying that. And you that. know I'm not a Kobe fan. <laughs> well, you know, I, would, I can believe that. I can believe that. A, that's another conversation. Okay, and then so who do you have upset? Uh, who do you have on the other side? Do you I have, have Magic and Kareem? I have Magic and Kareem. I, thought, I knew you were going to pick them. Upset and Jordan and Pippen. So I think because, you know, like, you know, Jordan's always my favorite. Mike is my favorite. Right. So I feel biased in that one because, like, I, I wanted to pick them. That's why I was like, that was a tough one. But I, I would still think they were a dynamic duo, man. I mean, so Magic was a no, bad man. No, no, here, here we go again with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar with that skyhook. Right. And and Magic Man at six foot nine. I know. it was That was tough for me. I was, I was literally going off bias. I'm wearing Jordans right now. I see that. <laughs> I see that. I'm super biased. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so who do you have? So we know that they won. Who comes next? Now, in the finals, I have Kareem and Magic mm-hmm. against West, West and Chamberlain. Okay. And no doubt about it. It's kind of, it's, it's really wild because you have all these Lakers, these right. Lakers squads. That's true. Isn't that great? The Lakers were undefeated, man. Like they, for they years. Good, they're right. just known to have like 
legacy. Well, had a down year in the 2010 when oh yeah uh, when um, LeBron and Wade and you know we're, we're there and right. Duncan they were it. and Duncan and and I had Duncan and Parker in in, in the thought they were so bad too they were good too they, they, were, they really were really good. good yeah yeah they were really good uh, but I have um I I have Jerry West and Wilt Chamberlain going up against Kareem and Magic. And you have Jerry West and Wilt Chamberlain Chamberlain. taking it off. I'm old school. I knew it. I knew it. No, because Wilt is your favorite player, too. Oh, yes. Of all time. Oh, yes. (laughs) You have to realize, I'm 68 years old. Right. And I've seen a lot of basketball. I'm 30, but like... You've seen a lot. I've seen... I mean, I'm your daughter. I've seen a lot of sports. um, (laughs) But I feel like with basketball, is tough for me, I think. Because, like, I love football. That's, like, my heart. So I'll watch more football hi- highlights than basketball highlights. All right. All yeah. Right. So you have Wilt taking it all. Wilt and Jerry West taking it all. Okay. In my in my book, I would have... I think I would have Kobe and Shaq taking it all. That was a good... That was a dynamic I think goal. I, yeah. That I think I would have goal. them taking it all. Even though... That's tough. It's just Kobe was just different. Like his mentality was different than anybody else. Like even with Jordan, like Jordan got involved in gambling a little bit. Like and Scottie Pippen, you know, had his thing going on. So like, well, not thing, but like, you know, I feel like Kobe's head was always basketball. Right. Like even after basketball, he would stay and practice. Like all he was worried about was improving his game. So I feel like that's why I feel like he might take it off. Well, that's, I, you know, that's a good argument. Yeah. Uh, Kobe and Shaq was a dynamic duel. Um, again, you know, Pippen and, and, and uh, Jordan was a dynamic duel. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have a 10 part special. Well, I know, it's coming out. You excited for it? You darn <laughs> right. So now the Bleacher Report, they had LeBron James and D. Wade. Included, Included right. in theirs. So you added them as a wild card? Right. I had them uh, matched up against uh, Duncan and Parker uh, in a wild card. And the winner of that matchup would advance and play um, Kobe and Shaq. So who do you have winning? Kobe and Shaq. Oh, no, no, no. Who do you have winning? Duncan. Oh, uh, James and Wade. Okay. Even though Duncan was a great power forward. Absolutely. Uh, He just went out and did what he had to do. Uh, He was a great all-around skill. Didn't talk any trash. Right. Just did what he had to do. And Parker, coming from France, probably... He did what he had to do, too. He he probably couldn't talk trash in English. (laughs) Right. But in French. In French, yeah. Catch him in French. (laughs) Parlez-vous français? Exactly. He would have had it there. Remember when we went to France? I don't. Okay. I it, like I have like vague memories okay. about just, France. I was like ten. I don't. I, I don't. It just came off the. No, no, I know it's fine. <laughs> now a few days ago, April fifteenth. Right. What is April fifteenth? Jackie Robinson's day. Yes. Um, I have a, a Jackie Robinson's original jersey, number forty-two from nineteen fifty-five, mm-hmm. that my brother Walter had. Brother-in-law Walter gave me as a present maybe twenty years ago, mm-hmm. and I only wear it on April fifteenth. That's crazy. And this is before uh, Major League Baseball decided to make uh, on April fifteenth everybody wore forty-two. Wore forty-two, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, that's a great um, statement to a person who integrated baseball in nineteen forty-seven. Uh, 
with the Brooklyn Dodgers. Right. And now you said in 2004 that there was 10% blacks, blacks playing, playing and that's the highest amount in this decade. In this decade, yes, yes. The the um, last year there was only 7.7% black blacks that were playing major league baseball. And you know, they've been trying to baseball has lost the uh, reputation of being the Americans game. I was raised uh, playing baseball and baseball was a major sport. Right. And no, it's, it's not. not. And, and, it's and not it's, at all. <laughs> it's, it's very difficult attracting especially black athletes. Uh, there's a lot of athletes that are coming from the uh, Caribbeans in uh, Central America. I mean, they're black. They well, look black. They, yeah, well, that's true. That's true. That's true. Dominican Republic, especially. Yeah, they they black. And, and, they're, and they're really playing good baseball. Right. And um, and having the opportunity to uh, live in Pittsburgh for uh, a decade, and from the mid seventies to the mid eighties, I was able to experience um, the Pittsburgh Pirates. In the 70, 1979, uh, they manned an all-black baseball team. And I think it was a good honor because uh, a friend of mine, Rob Ruck, wrote a book called Sandlot Season, talked about the Negro Leagues oh, nice. in um, Pittsburgh, the Homestead Graves and the, home, uh, the Pittsburgh Crawfords. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were dominant. And then on top of it, their lineup was all-black, too. That's right, dope. That's right, definitely dope. Right, that right, had to be cool right. to see. That was really good. That was really good. But um, let's move on to no football. Football! Football. So there are some quarterbacks who do not have jobs currently. And the draft is coming up, and they still don't have jobs. Cam Newton. Right. Jameis Winston. Exactly. How do you feel about that? Well, um, Jacksonville is looking for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think Cam Newton might be a good fit there. Okay. And I don't know if we talked about it last week that Jamison Winston might have been a good fit for the Steelers. Yes, the la- I I felt like Mike Tomlin would be perfect. Exactly. Like a great role model for for Jamis. Yeah, absolutely. But you don't you don't agree as a Steelers fan, you don't agree? Well, I'm looking for the Steelers to pick a quarterback from the draft. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a fan of drafts. I'm hoping we'll pick a wide receiver, but like back to these quarterbacks, they you don't you don't feel like Jamis like where would he go? Can I don't know. Him? It's it's a sad statement that uh, he has been tarnished by some of his behaviors in college. Right. Uh, and in his performance in the NFL this last year, going thirty for thirty. It's not terrible. Thirty touchdowns is not bad, but when you when you have thirty interceptions, <laughs> thirty interceptions, it's like okay, that's a, okay, yeah. Put, put a lot of pressure on the defense. Absolutely. I mean, he's still young. Right. Right. Um, how was his line? How was his offensive line? Was that even, like... Well, we really didn't get a chance to see Jacksonville. No. To be honest with you. No, yeah. yeah. I didn't really see Jackson. He wasn't playing in Jacksonville. He's playing in Tampa. Oh, excuse me. Tampa. Sorry yeah, yeah, about yeah. That. Tampa. I still haven't seen... I no, still we still didn't see very much of Tampa. Right. But um, he's still young. He's got a lot of years. He has the... Starting quarterback potential. He's got skills. Yeah. I mean, you don't, you don't throw 30 touchdowns right. out of clear blue sky. Exactly. It's just, would he land? Like, all the starting quarterback positions are, except for Jacksonville, right. are kind of filled. So it's like you would have to settle for 
being backup. number two. <laughs> it wouldn't be. A, I'm not saying he wouldn't be a bad backup. No. For Big Ben. Absolutely. I feel like he would be great there. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. And so now we can move to the draft, since we're you want to go there so bad. I I feel that the Steelers need a backup for Big Ben. Yes. And they do. Did it. I wouldn't be confident in that man. Well, you know he's getting old. Yeah. Um, he's had several. Serious injuries, no doubt about it. Um, absolutely. And uh, the game's evolved. Right. Oh, absolutely. The He's, game's evolved. He doesn't move. Have and you seen him try and run? He'd be running so slow. I'm like, ah, oh, is he going to make it? Right, right, <laughs> right, right. And especially with these multifaceted QBs that are out there. Yeah. I think Jalen Hurt, coming oh, yeah. out of Oklahoma, mm-hmm. that was at Alabama right. before that. <laughs> Uh, would be a nice backup fit uh, for when Ben, because the fact that the Baltimore Ravens have Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. He's a killer. And you see what Jamar, Lamar, Lamar Jackson can do. Yes. So we might have to have someone. Because they're that, your biggest threat. Right now. And we might <laughs> have to have someone in, in our arsenal. Yeah. To daggone balance that game off a little bit. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So I think that uh, Jalen Hurts, because he has skills. Yeah. I don't know who we should pick, honestly. I'm so weird with drafts only because they're straight out of college. Right. And I feel like to have a rookie be a starter, it's like this is a game with men. I, I feel like, you know, they need to, like, take a year to really, like, integrate themselves into the NFL. That's my personal opinion on draft, so I hate relying on having your starters mm. as draft picks. And I feel the same way about basketball because it's just a whole different game. But um, we do need a wide receiver. Like, that's something we need. Um, like, our, I'm, I'm not sold on our running backs because they're all small. Right. We have about four small running backs. Shady says he wants to come back. Well, Shady's not a, you know... He's old. He's old. Um, Got some He wear didn't on. really... He played maybe a snap last year. Like, <laughs> I just... <laughs> I think he might have had more than one snap. He got a ring. Everybody gets a ring. <laughs> yeah. When you win, everybody wins. Everybody gets a ring. I it's like the, Oprah. <laughs> yeah. Even the water boy. Exactly. That's what I'm everybody gets a ring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, of course, yes, he got a ring. But, like... I, I just wouldn't. I mean, I get it. I feel like Miles is kind of like a mini Shady anyway. Like, he'd be moving like him. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll wow. see how we'll see how it works out. But I, I know for a fact we need wide receivers. That's, that's literally what we need. How do you think the seasons are going to look? Like, the NFL season. Do you think basketball is going to come back? I really don't know. Because at this time... Um, America doesn't know the direction that they're going, let alone looking at what sport is going to do. Right. Um, there are so many unanswered questions about this virus that has attacked the world mm-hmm. and the in- impact that it has on uh, the economy, Yeah. on people's lives. Let me go back. On people's lives, first and foremost. Before the con- yeah, exactly. Before yeah. that. And the economy and how that's going to affect people's lives. Right. Um, and when you start looking at sport, mm-hmm. um, 
it does play a very important piece in our lives in America. Absolutely, yeah. And I think, I feel that it's unfortunate that we have become that type of society because there is so much money generated from sports from yeah. sport absolutely in, in our society and it also has been a, a psychological relief oh, from yeah. any type of um, incident that occur that we always had this escape right which we at least it. we could watch this right. at least we could right. see that right. yeah absolutely so do you think though so like basketball it's like coming like we can't really talk on that because it's like currently happening like we don't they don't know what they're going to do we don't know what they're going to do but for football do you think they will not have fans like you think they'll still play and not have fans there well that's the question about even basketball baseball right um any type of sport that would uh generate a large amount of people Mm -hmm. and until uh our society gives us an opportunity to able to monitor the spread of this disease. Right. Having a vaccine or a, some sort of cure for this disease. They don't even have a cure for the flu. They, well, the, like they, the regular right. flu. They don't have a cure, a cure for the common cold. Exactly. You so, just vitamin C and wait it out. Like. So, so having something of this magnitude right. that uh, no one, has who's alive right. have experienced uh, any type of epidemic of this nature at all. Right. No, and, you're right. And to look at sport and trying to uh, find a venue where you have sport with no fans. Now, I'd be upset. Well, uh, you uh, you could be a fan as a participant watching it on television. But like not there. Not there. Uh, I played in front of like 10,000 people, mm-hmm. but I played football. Right. And when you play football, you're kind of removed from that environment. From you don't the hear people? The, you don't hear the fans. Right. You're but, wearing helmets. Um, other games like baseball, basketball, fans are right on top of you. Right. You hear them. Uh, would it be I, weird? It would be like practice. Right. Yeah. Right, exactly. exactly. I would be disappointed from a fan perspective. The most people that came to my games is maybe like 15, if that. I was there. (laughs) You were there. Um, But, like, from a fan perspective, I would be mad only because, like, I was supposed to go out to Pittsburgh because we finally play y'all. And I was supposed to go out, and me and Des were going to go to the game. And I'm going to be mad if we don't. So I'm just mad that if we're not gonna go like i'm gonna be mad if i don't get to go to pittsburgh but let's move on to our segment damn writer nix it um the first damn writer nix it should a b come back to the nfl damn right or nix it i'm gonna go with nix it i feel that 110 percent um not because the fact that he destroyed my uh, Pittsburgh Steelers in, in a manner in and kind of kind of badmouthed Tomlin and, and the right. whole organization. Um, he did that to everybody though. But the underlying thing is that uh, an individual with such talent mm-hmm. not able to recognize the fact that this is the NFL right. And he's a participant in the NFL. 
So I want to interrupt you right there. Um, I've been watching Last Chance You, which is a docu-series mm-hmm. about um, JUCOs. And you can see that they are so used to getting their ways that they can do whatever they want. So like maybe he still has that attitude. Like there was a QB, his name was like Malik, and he he did whatever he wanted. And the coaches couldn't control him. Nobody could because he just felt like he was that entitled. So like maybe he's still carrying that entitlement to the NFL. Well, he has a rude awakening. Absolutely. I mean, he doesn't have a job. (laughs) And the the NFL does control and dictate the policy. Absolutely. They are signing his checks. That's what he forgot. He forgot. That this is a job. Exactly. All right, next one. Did you see the bankruptcies? I mean, I'm nixing that one too. I don't think he should come back. He's he's terrible for a locker room. He will like destroy locker room culture. Not necessary for anybody. When Bill Belichick, yes, and and this boy stayed at Tom Brady's house. AB. AB stayed at Tom Brady's That's house. That's wild. And he was only there for a game. Right. Exactly. And he had to leave the New England Patriots. Right. That says a lot. It does. It does. It says a lot. So I'm I'm nixing that too. He I could go. Um, next one. The bankruptcies of the XFL. The XFL went bankrupt. Did you see that coming? Damn right or nix it? Damn right I seen it. Um, really? Because of the fact that this virus came about. I mean, right. I think that they were victims of this virus that has attacked the world. Yeah. Uh, you and I went to watch an XFL game. It was amazing. Too. That's why I'm so sad. And um, they had a good product out there. They did. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers right. have picked up five players from the, from the XFL. XFL. Yeah. Uh, so that says a lot. It mm-hmm. did give uh, a lot of individuals some exposure mm-hmm. uh, so that NFL teams could look at them again. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of um, sad about that. I am too. I... I'm going to nix it. I didn't see it coming only because I thought that they were more insured. Like, I didn't think they would like that. Like, I thought they were prepared to take, like, losses for a couple of years. So I didn't think it would, like, hurt them this badly. So when it came, I was like, oh, man. I'm, I'm also sad because, like, they do have a good product. I was excited to see where it was going to go. And now, just like that. They were just getting some traction. Exactly. And like the marketing was really good. Like right. how they marketed the product was really good. Like I was I, I was all in and I'm I'm sad it's, it's and the cities that they were in. Yeah, they picked good cities. The, and and even though they were getting like twenty thousand people, that's still a that's nice still for something brand new. Brand new, exactly. Like you and I, we didn't even know it was coming until we the game was just on. We we're like, what is this? Like right, right. So right. like for all of that, they they did a really good job. Do you want to take the mic for this last damn right and nix it with the hidden racism? Yes, I will. You go for it. <laughs> um, Tom Joyner and uh, Tom Joyner was a, they call him a fly jock, yeah, the, um, a radio show. And uh, him and um, uh, his colleague had uh, an episode called, a skit they called it, right? Yes. <laughs> called Hidden Racism. Yes. And the hidden racism I'm talk, going to talk about right now is the McCafferty $16 million a year deal. Right. Now, no doubt about it, McCafferty came out of Stanford and has great talent. Yeah. 
playing great, great running back. Great running back yeah. for the Carolina Panthers. Panthers. Yeah. Uh, good skills. But to make him the highest paid running back mm-hmm. when you had a back with my Pittsburgh Steelers mm-hmm. having to have to hold out for a whole year. Le'Veon. Le'Veon Bell mm-hmm. uh, because they were putting the... Um, they weren't. They weren't getting his money right. They wasn't but trying they, to pay they, him. They 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 put the um, the contract on him. Yeah. And twice. Mm-hmm. And they've done that same thing to the running back from the Tennessee Titans. No Cowboys. No no no. The they Titans. did it to um. What is his name? I can't remember that man's name. You made me watch his highlights will, so you, many that, times. Right, right. Oh my goodness! And uh, they, I didn't. I thought it was. Um, they did it to the Cowboys too. No, they gave him the money. It was the quarterback. The it quarterback. Was Dak. Dak is still hanging on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the the franchise tag. Yeah. They gave the franchise tag to the running back for the Tennessee Titans, who took who who carried them. Yeah. And they gave the quarterback a mm-hmm. multi million dollar deal. Right. And still gives this who led the league at the franchise tag. Right. And then come up Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, thank you. And he was a, he's a bad man. Yes, he's a big man. He's he, a big man. He ran that forty yards so fast. <laughs> Four three at two fifty. Exactly. So you got Derrick Henry. Yes. Coming and playing, carrying a a whole team. And McCaffrey, mm-hmm. he did not carry the entire team. Well, he was he was just about all the offense had. had yeah, absolutely. But still, so do, I, I, do I, I think it's hidden racism? Absolutely, here, damn now, right. Now, now, no doubt about it. Um, he is like the Larry Bird, the of great the NFL. NFL. They yeah. always look for like for the great white hope. Yeah. And this, and that's it. <laughs> and this, everybody else. Had to beg and plead for their money. For Absolutely. their money, and they gave it to him right up front. Damn right. What do you? How do you feel? Damn right. <laughs> racism. All right. So before we wrap it up, we have to talk about. I already know what you're mad about. I could see it in your face. Um, we have to talk about what are you mad about? I'm mad about the uh, the McCaffrey money. <laughs> the hidden racism. The hidden racism. Yeah. No, I, I believe I'm all for that. That's not what I'm mad about, but I, I can see why you're What are mad. you mad about? I'm mad that they ESPN has run out of things to talk about. And, of course, because there's there's no sports, but they're playing 2K on TV. I tuned into SportsCenter one time, and they were ranking the offense. Or the office, like the TV show The Office. They were ranking characters from that. That's That has nothing to do with sports, though. Like That's just... But I'm, I'm more so mad that they're playing 2K. On ESPN. That's what I'm mad about. And I don't know a damn thing about 2K. <laughs> so I'm going to be mad about that. Too. <laughs> I'm glad. Well, you can still be mad about the yeah. hidden, hidden racism. Um, that definitely is uh, something that I, when I first heard about it. That's now, what got you. No doubt about it. McCaffrey is a... He can play. He can play. He's got He's skills. Skill. Yeah, absolutely. He's got skills. No doubt. But uh, just to give him the money like that. Right. So easy. Like and nothing. No fight they, or anything. They, just, no, no. This is, well, we're going to give you the money. Right. And, but, the, and the brothers, 
Begging. Le- LeBron. Not LeBron. Not LeBron. Le- <laughs> Le'Veon. Yeah. Dak still. Dak still. It took him a minute, minute to get paid. And the running back threatened not to play. Derrick Henry. No, Derrick Henry didn't threaten De- not to uh, play. The boy from the Dallas Cowboys, uh, the running back. I thought you said they gave him the money like it was nothing. No, they didn't give him the money. He, he was threatened to hold out. That's I didn't see. I didn't know that. Right. That's crazy. Right. Right. Uh, so. It's tough. It's tough it's, for them. It's, it's hidden racism. It is it's hidden definitely racism. there. But thank you guys for joining in with us with another episode of Mad About Sports. Once again, my name is Nicole Madison, and I'm here with my dad, David A. Madison. Yes. And I'm thankful to having you six feet Apart, away from me. Yes. Everybody, stay healthy. Continue to social distance, and hopefully, you know. We'll have a summer. Be safe. Yes.